Welcome back to Round Guy Radio's Helmets Fords of Sigourney, Iowa presents Playoff Baseball, and I'm here with the coach of the New London Tigers. Can you introduce yourself, Coach? Brad Helmerson. Brad, so uh, you've had an outstanding season. You've got a state ranking coming in here. You've all had some tough battles in the playoffs, but you've been moved, you've moved on three times. You're here to face a, a really tough Moravia team. So tell me a little bit about your team and the season that you had real quick. Uh, this, this group's just been fun uh, the last couple years. You know, last year uh, made it to the state tournament. Uh, didn't quite get the outcome that we had hoped for there, but uh, you know these guys, these guys came to work and uh, kind of had a purpose all season long. Well, let me go through the team first. I want to talk about the pitching? Just tell me about the pitching in general, and then we'll talk about who's pitching tonight. No, our pitching in general has been good, uh, good all season. They've been, uh, you know, they've kept us in games a lot of times when the bats aren't quite as hot as we'd like. But uh, our pitchers do a good job of keeping us in the game. So, uh, who who are you going with tonight? Seth Bailey. Seth Bailey, what kind of season has he had? Uh, he's he's had a great season. Uh, his only loss was uh, that Anamosa one on our last night of the season. Um, you know, and really wasn't his fault. We didn't score any runs for him. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's tough to win when you don't score. But your team has had a lot of power. So, uh, it, how, has he got any restrictions? Any any any? No, any? He's, he's available. He's for available the yep. for the full pull tonight. Yep. Is he considered your number one pitcher? Uh, I would say we probably. If, if we really truly have a number one, uh, our, our pitcher went the other night, uh, and he is not available tonight. But uh, so you got one guy. You'd have little little staff uh, restrictions, but not none with the starters. Yeah, we got we got uh, three or four guys available. Well, I'm going to go over the team, and I want to talk about the catcher because that's in unison with the pitching. Yep. You need a good catcher to call a good game, frame, block, and to throw runners out. What kind of catcher we got behind the plate? Uh, Tucker Gibber. He's uh, he's been with us for three years now. Uh, rock solid. Uh, balls don't get by him very often. If they do, uh, it took a weird hop or something like that. Uh, and he's capable of throwing guys out uh, from anywhere on the field. Uh, he just he just does a solid job of kind of controlling the game. Is he upperclassman, lower classman? Oh, he's a senior. We got nine he's seniors. A senior. so. Yeah, I heard you had a pretty senior lady yeah. ball team, and they've been playing together for a long time, and it's kind of paying off this year. Yeah, most of these guys I've had for close to five years. Well, I like to talk about the team's defense, but I always like to start in the outfield because it seems like to me, as I watch these high school games, the outfield defense often makes a difference in the ball game. So tell me about your outfield. Uh, tonight we got uh, a freshman and a couple seniors in the outfield uh, with the way we rotate around. And, uh, you know, they if it's in the air, we expect it to be caught. And, uh, you know, they all got good arms. And, uh, you know, they, they understand the game. Respect the 90 feet. That's good. Now let's talk about the corner infielders and just the defensive side of the ball. How, how is the third baseman and first baseman performing uh, for you? Third baseman and first baseman, uh, rock solid. Uh, been with us a long time, uh, you know, and just do a do a great job uh, first base. And then uh, our third baseman's uh, as good as anybody uh, with his feet and his hands over there. Uh, just he pitches a lot for us, so uh, he bounces around between pitcher and, and third. And I know, you know, depending on who pitches, you guys got to be flexible about who's going to play play each position, but. But, you know, a, a, a true defensive team, a championship defensive team, needs to be strong up the middle. We've already talked about the catcher and the center fielder. But let's talk about that double play combination of the shortstop and second base. Well, our shortstop I would uh, put against anybody in the state at any level. Uh, Cooper Schulte, he's uh, he's as good as anybody. Uh, strong arm. 
unbelievable range, uh, makes plays look routine that uh, if people only understood how tough some of those plays are. So, uh, and then we got a sophomore second baseman, uh, Mike Rains, that's uh, He's just kind of learned from, from Cooper uh, some of the ropes of the middle infield and uh, usually does a really good job for us. So uh, talk, let's talk about the team hitting. I know your team's put up some pretty good pretty good runs, but uh, but talk to me about you know who's your hitters, who's your bunners, who's your power guys driving in RBIs, what do you got going on there? Well, our one through nine is really uh, all pretty good batters. Uh, they're tough outs. Uh, the one through seven, I would say, is – is where most of our power is, but uh, our eight and nine guys can, can place it around and get it where they need to to get it done. All right, so uh, I, I, I watched Moravia play last time, and they are also a good hitting team, one through nine. To have the Matthew Seals that you, you'll have to pay attention to because he has a lot of power. Yep. But everybody else is like singles hitted, but they'll single you to death. Yep. So what, tell me about what what you're looking out of out of uh, out of Moravia. Well, and that's what that's what we we talked about uh, last couple days of practice. Um, you know, we're just gonna no different than any other part of the season where you get the balls hit in your area, you're gonna have to make the play. Uh, and, and control the control the game by playing defense. So uh, that's our game plan. Just uh, you know, control the game by making the plays that are hit to us. Well, congratulations on a good, great season, and thanks for being with us. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, we're back with Coach Bill Holzman, Holzman of the Moravia Mohawks. We got to see you earlier this week, and you're. You're moving on in the tournament. Uh, you're glad to be here, I'm sure, in the tournament. Oh, boy, yeah. It feels good to be here and get a chance to play in this kind of ball game against this kind of team. Well, I didn't get a chance to talk to you after the game, but it was a hard-fought win, and uh, is it separated quite a bit in maybe the last six or seven innings, but it was a pretty good ball game through the first six anyway. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, we couldn't uh, couldn't sit back. That team was too explosive. Yeah, they're, they're a hard-fighting team, yes, and you beat, a, you beat a really good team, and I bet you're pretty, your, well, your players are pretty proud to, to have beat Sigourney and moved on. Yes, we felt yeah, uh, good. You played a good game. I, I'm wondering about the availability of your pitching. I know you used four pitchers or something in the last yep. game, so what, where, where are we at on the pitching? Well, we, we've, we've lost Throckmorton. He went over the 90 mark, so he needs uh, four days rest. Everybody else is okay. So everybody else can go. Yeah, Ains through 50, so he had his two days of rest, and he's ready to go. So he's our guy tonight. Okay, so uh, Matthew Sears uh, was probably a big uh, leader of last week's game with some with the big home run and yes. some other hits with the bases loaded and things. But there was it was a, a combined team effort. I never seen a team one through nine that could hit 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 like that. And the ones that maybe weren't the greatest hitters were able to bunt. And uh, so uh, you was able to move runners and continue innings and. Uh, uh, I know you're happy with that team's performance. Do you think you can carry that through from today? Well, uh, yeah, you, you kind of wonder at times when you when you get here, but we've been consistent that way almost all year. We've only had two games, and we've actually been uh, shut down. And uh, so, uh, you know, this is something that we do just about every ball game. So, that, you know, New London is going to have to prove that they can stop us. So well, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you stay in the game. Who's starting pitching tonight? we got Gage Haynes. Gage Haynes is yes. pitching tonight, and he doesn't have a clock. He's... Pardon? He doesn't have a limit. Well, one ten. Well, one ten is his. Oh yes, but uh, no, he, he can, if he can finish her up, that'd be great. Now we've got Shane uh, Helmick and uh, well, Carson Seals and Jackson McDaniel. We get who do, who do you got on this uh, New London team that's worrying you a little? All of them. All of them. That's what everyone tells me. That <laughs> exactly. They're, they're pretty great. Well, you can't take uh, any of them for granted. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Thank you.
Well, welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We're at John Hart Stadium in Ottumwa, Iowa, as we're in the fourth round of the playoffs. And we got a big one for you tonight. The Moravia Warhawks, who toppled the uh, Sigourney Savages last week and earned the right to play uh, the highly state-ranked New London Tigers. It's a beautiful blue sky out there uh, with patches of white clouds uh, lifting up there. It's 82 degrees. The, the field's all sun. It looks like uh, the dimensions are fairly standard, uh, maybe a little bit bigger, 335 down the left field line. Uh, we've got this uh, great game for you, and it's all brought to you. This whole playoffs have been brought to you by Helmut Ford of Sigourney, Iowa. They got... They want to earn your business, and they got the cars at Southeast Iowa Drives. Also, today's game is brought to you by Clarahan Trucking. Clarahan Trucking of Kyoto, Iowa. They haul livestock, and uh, if you're looking for a place to drive, you want to lease on, you got your own truck, want to lease on, you can do that. You want to drive one of their trucks, you can do that. You want to be out for five weeks, you can do that. You want to be home every weekend, you can do that. Talk to Tim Clarahan. He can make that all work for you. And tell them uh, thanks for supporting uh, high school baseball here in Southeast Iowa. Well, uh, we'll be right back with the lineups, and uh, we're not too far away from the start of this game, so hang in there. Okay, for Moravia, they're going to have Throck Martin uh, starting, and uh, he will be playing first base. Uh, he is not eligible to pitch tonight, but everybody else is. McDaniels, who had such a good game last week, he's he's uh, batting a. Uh, Next, uh, then Hayes, who's starting at pitching. Matthew Seals, uh, he's, uh, I think he's center fielder. Uh, he's batting cleanup. He's the big power hitter. Helmick, uh, uh, C. Seals, Dijon, Templeton, and Albertson uh, make out their lineup. Well, for New London, it looks like they've got uh, Joshua Katara, who's a center field and leading off. They got uh, Cooper Schultz. Derek San, uh, playing shortstop. Derek Santiago playing uh, third base. Tucker Gibber at, is uh, behind the plate. Uh, Carter Allen is the first baseman. Ryan Ritchie is in uh, right field. Uh, Cameron Kessel will be uh, DHing, and uh, Madison Watson for Madison Watson is playing left field, and Seth Bailey will be starting on the mound for. The New London Tigers, I'll be right back with the starting pitch. Well, Seth Bailey is on the mound for New London, and uh, he'll be facing Throckmorton, uh, who's getting ready to step into the plate. Uh, we're here in uh, Tumwa. I've never been to this ballpark before, but it is beautiful. The, they've got a nice uh, fence all the way around the park. Uh, pretty good size uh, outfield walls. Uh, look like it's fairly deep. Uh, looks like... Uh, Starts out at 335, goes to 370 in the power uh, alleys there. New London has had a, an incredible season, and uh, they are highly ranked in the state, uh, in the top five for sure. We're uh, getting ready to have a, a game go here. Well, Throckmorton's in the... Wyatt Throckmorton's at the plate. He's batting left-handed. The umpire gives a sign for play ball, and now he's in the windup immediately. Here's the pitch. It's a hop up to the infield. The second baseman's coming in hard, but it drops. The shortstop can't handle it. Brock Martin is on base, and that's what Moravia did to Sigourney all night long. Base it, base it, base it. 
Roman Daniels is up, and he had a great game against Sigourney. They just couldn't keep him off base or out of the out of the the home plate because he scored and scored and scored. Well, left-handed uh, pitcher, he throws over to first. It's hard to get a good lead off a left-hander, so this uh, Bailey is a left-handed pitcher. Daniels is right-handed. He slipped. There's the pitch. It's a hit. Ground ball to the pitcher. Might have been a bunt. Looked like a nice sacrifice bunt there. Now that is something that uh, Moravia does very well. They play small ball. They do all the fundamental things right. They bunt right. Well, here comes the pitcher, Hayes. He uh, only threw 50 pitches uh, against Sigourney, so his uh, his clock is free. He, he could throw 110 pitches tonight without taking him out. Well, the pitcher's on the mound, runner at first base. Here's the pitch. Strike one. I'm not really close to the uh, fence, so I can't see everything. But, uh, here's, here's the pitch. He's looked in. Looks again, looks another time, he goes to second base. Looks like they got him out. He picked off the runner, second truck is out. Now it's no ball, no two outs and nobody on instead of one out and a runner in scoring position. New London plays smart baseball, and that's why they're still in this. Here's the pitch, fouled off, right straight back. Two strikes and no balls, two outs, nobody on. Beautiful evening tonight, folks. Just barely over 80 degrees, nice little breeze coming in. I'm in the shade. Here's the pitch. That was upstairs. That was upstairs. First inning brought to you by Elma Ford of Sigourney, Iowa. Here's the pitch. Looked like that was a ball, too. So two balls and two strikes. Deuces are wild. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Bottom or top of the first inning. There's a pop-up in the infield. Second baseman camps underneath it. Calls the right fielder off. He catches the ball. One, two, three. They're out of it. No, no strikeouts. One infield hit of the in the inning. We'll be right back with the bottom of the first inning. Well, Hayes is uh, finishing up his warm-ups. Uh, the, the first batter will be Joshua Katerin, followed by Cooper Schrute and Diego Santiago. If one of them gets on, Tucker Gibbert, the cleanup hitter, will be up. And this is a very powerful lineup. They have really put up a lot of a lot of runs on people, but they uh, also uh, just don't give up runs. And they haven't given up very many runs in this uh, entire playoffs. Yeah. Well, Joshua Catala is up. Try and see if I can maneuver a little bit, see a little better. There's a big umbrella in front of me. Anyway, Catala has got a nice little stance. He's right-handed. Means is right-handed. Strike one. Ball on the inside corner. Well, here is the pitch. Got a beautiful view of the Atumwa Beach. Atumwa Beach right behind center field. You got the uh, big uh, Legion Memorial Field sign out there in center field. Here comes the pitch. 
Ground ball off the pitcher's mitt. The shortstop charges it, but it slowed down too much. Uh, looks like the first hitter is on with the single. Now batting the shortstop, number one, Cooper Schulte. Cooper Schulte is up. He's had a heck of a good season. This has everyone on New London and uh, Meridian. Boy, these teams can hit. Well, there's a good lead. He looks like he's thinking about running. He, oh, he steps off, and the runner scurries back to first base. There's uh, a lot of beautiful trees that you can see out uh, on the right field side and some on the left field. They have a beautiful scoreboard. Big, big crowd here tonight. Here's the pitch. Ball just on the inside. That's one ball and one strike. Haynes is uh, available for all his pitches tonight. The American flag is hanging straight down. There's no, The wind has stopped. Here's the pitch. Harry got one in there. Haynes is looking good tonight. At least early he is. Nobody out. One on. He's staying in the strike zone, though. He's not getting a... The greatest hits on him. Here comes the pitch. Steer right. One ball and two strikes. Nobody out. Runner at first base. Big, big crowd on hand. They're still piling on. Every single playoff game I've been to is just, just packed. Here's the pitch. Foul ball. That's out of play. Lands on top of the press box. Helmut Ford of uh, Sigourney Island presents the bottom of the first inning. How we doing? I see. And they're coming in and coming in in droves. A bus, a bus must have showed up. Haynes uh, throws back over. I think he's got him. Oh! That was a millimeter off. Good thing he didn't cut his fingernails because that's what he got back in by. Well, is there at first base. He's Definitely looks like he's thinking about running. I think New London does like to play an aggressive style of baseball. Here comes the pitch. It's a line drive. That's back. That's deep. It's a uh, it lands in the gap in left field. Here comes the play at the. Oh, he scores. They got the ball back in. A nice long double to left field. Had a little bit of obscure view, but. Uh, New London strikes first, one to nothing. Nobody out. Runner at second base and Derek Santiago. Derek Santiago is uh, someone you hear about all the time in the state of Iowa. He is uh, uh, a well-touted well player and uh, one of New London's finest. Uh, well, the number three, uh, the one and two hitters did well. Here comes a pitch. There's a strike. Haynes is uh, challenging the hitters, and he's staying in the strike zone. He's been ahead on, on the hitters. He takes his stretch. He looks him back. Here's the pitch. Just a little low. One ball and one strike. So first chance to see New London this year. I think they only lost two games in the whole season. Here comes the pitch. Foul ball. Straight back. Again, he's ahead on this guy, one and two. Haynes isn't very overpowering, but uh, he's a gritty pitcher. 
and he stays in the strike zone and he challenges hitters. Let's his defense work for him. Here comes the pinch. It's a flying drive over the shortstop's head. The center fielder gets behind it. The runner's coming in from third base. Looks like he's up. The run, the throw goes back in the second to hold the runner at first. I think that was a good call, but it's two to nothing. Three batters, two runs, nobody out. Coach is already out uh, to talk to Haynes. Uh, I don't know that he's uh, that he's uh, doing anything too wrong. I mean, he's staying in the strike zone. He's just facing some pretty good hitters. Well, it's a cleanup hitter, Tucker Gibbard. Uh, they've uh, used a short talk, and their coach is back in the dugout. Haynes toes the rubber. He stares down the pitcher. Here's the pitch. Right in there. That's a nice little pitch. That was a strike. Like I say, he's staying ahead of, of the hitters. He's not giving them free passes. They're just, just putting the bat on the ball. Here comes the pitch. A little bit inside. A little bit inside. One ball and one strike. Nobody out. Runner at first base. Two runs already across. It's two to nothing, New London. Well, New London's going to be a challenge here. They're going to be a challenge for anybody to place it. Here comes the pitch. A little high. Looks like he threw a little curveball there. Kind of came close to getting back in the strike zone. Had a nice little drop to him. It'd be nice to see him use that in his arsenal tonight. Two balls and one strike. Runner at first base. He throws over. He's back. No problem. You can see the cars driving on the highway in the outfield. Here comes the pitch. Oh, I was close. But it was a ball. Three balls and one strike. This first uh, battery's really got behind. But uh, this is the cleanup too, so we've got to be careful with it. 3-1 pitch. Here it is. Steve Wright. He was looking at it. He wasn't looking it over. Tucker Gibbert at the plate. Right-handed hitter, big strong kid. Here comes the pitch. Awful. Just inside. Well, uh, here comes Carter Allen. Allen. Number 18, Carter Allen. He's the first baseman. He's got the bat close to his shoulder. He's a right-handed hitter. Runners at first and second. He's going to butt. He pulls back. I think that was a strike. Strike one. Must have not been what he wanted, or maybe he was just uh, trying to show the butt there. Either way, Haynes took advantage of it and got strike one. Haynes is on the mound. He stretches. Here's the pitch. Ball. Take another ball. That's pretty close. When he's missing, he's not missing by much. One ball, one strike. Nobody out. Runners at first and second. Two runs already crossed. Here comes the pitch. Hip, he steps off. We had a lot of box in that game with the Moravian Sigourney. I counted five. I think he's a little close on that one. 
Here comes the pitch. There's a pop-up to center field. He's coming in and charging as hard as he can. I don't know if he can get there or not. He does. He drops it. Ball in the second base. Well, that was a tough break. Uh, that was what uh, Hayes really needed. But it didn't It didn't play to run. Everybody's up uh, up one. Well, you didn't see uh, Murray make any of those kind of mistakes in the first game. But there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure in the playoffs. <laughs> but there's a lot of game left here, so Moravia has a long time to get back into this. Here's the pitch. Oh, and he hits him. He hit him before I could even get his name out. Looks like Ryan Ritchie. Ryan Ritchie plate gets an RBI. Well, Cameron Castle, the DH is up. Base is loaded. And the coach is back out. I think he's going to make a pitching change, so we're going to take a pause for the cause. Well, he's going to stick with Hayes, I guess. And he's uh, here's the pitch. Left-handed hitter's up, the DH. Cameron Castle, Camden Castle. Went good from the left side. He's got a big chance for some RBIs right here. Oh, he swings hard. It's a ground ball. First baseman can't quite get a good glove on it. One run scores. Two run scores. Runner moves to third. One. Well, that was another ball I think could have been handled. Oh. But it's first and third. Five runs in already. Now batting, number 11, Memphis Watson. Memphis Watson is up. He's another left-handed. Boy, they got a lot of left-handed hitters on this team. Hayes throws over to first base. Third baseman stays, third base runner stays put. Five to nothing. We're here in the big city of Ottumwa, Iowa, or as we call it in southeast Iowa, our nation's capital. Here comes the pitch. Ball outside. Runner takes advantage, takes uh, second base, uncontested. Runners at second and third. Two runners in the scoring position. We're getting close to turning the uh, order over. I think this is the eighth batter. Here comes the pitch. Pop up. Wait a minute, that looks like Matthew Seals in there. Let's see what I can come up with. Oh, that's so Haynes pitching. Here comes the pitch. It's a sliced ball to left field. The left fielder chases after it. Foul, just barely foul, boy. That could have been a bunch of runs right there. Five to nothing already. Nobody out. First inning, bottom of the first inning. Helmut Ford of Sigourney, Iowa presents playoff baseball. Here's the pitch. Foul ball. He just picked that one back. He isn't putting anything past the hitters, but he's staying in the strike zone. I don't think he's. 
walked it, but he did hit one batter with the bases loaded. Here comes the pitch. Oh, ball outside. Three and two. Runners at second and third. Nobody out. Left-handed batter steps up to the plate. He hits a foul ball to the left side. The runner's on it. He might have a shot. Drops out just out of his reach. Well, Hunter Hayes has thrown a lot of pitches here. He's thrown a lot of pitches today, and he's throwing another one right now. Here's the pitch. Ball four. Ball four, just out. out. So, so the bases are loaded once again. Five runs in, and they're changing pitchers this time. So we'll be right back with the after the pitching change. Well, the catchers come in to pitch. Helmick, this is uh, something we see Kyoto do a lot. As the, uh, as, uh, the Clarahan uh, brothers will catch for one and pitch for the other. And if they have to change, they have to switch out there too. So here's the number nine hitter, the starting pitcher, Seth Bailey, is up. He's got a chance to help himself out. Strike one, though. They're seeing a new look here. This is a kid I haven't seen pitch before. There's the pitch. Ball. One ball, one strike. Helmick, the catcher's into pitch. Here comes the pitch. Ball. Two balls on the strike. Here comes the pitch. And number nine here slides it to left field. It's a base hit. The left fielder gets in it. One runs in. Two runs in. But the uh, runner doesn't get the, from first base. Doesn't even get the third. So it's first and second. But there was not two nice little RBIs that helped it up. Seven. Still nobody out. Seven runs across the plate, and here comes the leadoff hitter, Katata. Katata's really made a lot of noise in the league this year, and he's got a lot of people, colleges, scouts, uh, all excited all across the state. They're licking their chops for this kid, and he looks like a ball player. He just looks like a ball player. The way he holds his bat, he swings and misses. Yeah, that was a nice little opposite field hit for the pitcher there. Dropped it up over the left, between the third baseman and the left fielder. It was a really well-placed hit. Not particularly hit really hard, but here comes the pitch. It's a butt. Straight up in the air. And they catch it. There's the first out. There is the first out. Nobody nobody runs in here. Hank, they're a double play from getting out of this now. Cooper Schulte's up. He's the second at bat tonight. He's the second hitter. Seven to nothing. He takes a few practice swings. Well, the catcher is doing a good job as the pitcher tonight. Helmick takes a look. Here's the delivery. Strike right in there. He is challenging hitters right from the get-go. 
the pitch. There's a couple Toyota Eagles over here. Well, guys, uh, I'm glad you stopped by. This is a long inning here. Yeah, yeah. it is. Well, we're here with Colton Clarahan and uh, Jordan Cottrell, assistant coach of the Coyote Eagles. Uh, glad to see you guys over here tonight. Yeah, glad to see you. You guys stay stay uh, watching baseball every night, don't you? Yeah, we're not playing. We're either at a baseball game or watching it somewhere. Have you had a chance to play that New London this year? Yeah. Yep. Well, they, they look sharp, don't they? Yeah, they're a very good team. We actually had them. Yeah. yeah, I heard uh, they had they had them down, uh, and they had a late inning rally. Yep. yep. But it looks like they're very capable of rallying. Already oh, seven yeah. runs in this inning with one out, one yep. ball and one strike. They're a very good team. One one ball and two strikes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you remember any of the players in particular that you thought were? Oh, I remember. Strike. Strike out. Strike out. Put the ball hit the ground. But, yeah, uh, I play I play with a lot of them and. Spring league, so I know about every single kid. So. Now, are you guys are doing something with perfect game today, or just you no, know? No, we just discuss some stuff. Well, that's pretty great. Now, now uh, you work with Colton on a on a slider that really seemed to change things, and uh, was a, probably a big reason why they got the no hitter, the shared no hitter with uh, uh, against Danville. Uh, tell me about this slider that you got, Colton, uh, and you work with this coach here uh, to develop it. Uh, how, how did you uh, how did you feel about it? Because I mean, I thought it was just a, a great tool for your arsenal. Yeah, I liked it. Um, we came in one Saturday, and I had to ball outside. I had to, you know, just work on a few things, and Jordan just showed me it, and I started working on it. And the last three games, I think it. I wish I would have had that bullpen session a little earlier in the year. Not gonna lie. I don't think anybody touched it. Well, I didn't see anybody getting to it, and uh, I I seen a lot of guys. Uh, you guys topped it off the top of their their bat, but you know nobody really squared it up, and and they missed. And then you got a lot of swings and mitches, which is kind of uh, unusual, especially late in the season like this. Because it seems like all the hitters are well, it up. Just like it's fast Here's the pitch. Down. It's a drive to the right field. The right fielder gets his ball drops in front of him, but he makes a nice relay. They uh, score one. They score two. Nine to nothing. Boy, that was too bad because uh, they almost scored out of that inning without any damage, but. Uh, Tucker Gibbert. Tucker Gibbert is the cleanup hitter. Have you seen Tucker Gibbert before? He oh, was... yeah, he caught me in the spring. Yeah, I know him quite well. I played with him for a while. So, yeah, and he's going to college with me. So, oh, you're, he, you guys are going to be on the same team? Yep. There, yeah, he's going down to. In Burlington? Yep. So, when, when does that activity start for you? Oh, we move in August 12th. August 12th. Yep. And when does the baseball season? Is it the spring season? Uh, they play exhibition games in the fall. But I don't know when those start or when practice does, but I'm sure practice starts there soon. Well, you are what they call an alumni now. Yeah. We, we were there for your senior moment. I, I've been kind of keeping track of uh, seniors, you know. Uh, and you had one of the more successful last at-bats. You, you got to get a hit and get on and move around and score. Yeah, my last official, you could say official at-bat ended in a hit as a... Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with uh, Nate Smithberg of uh, yep. Fairfield, you yep. know, big, strong left-hander. Boy, he had a, a dominating game against Keokon. But uh, he couldn't buy a hit in, in his last last outing. I mean, he nailed the ball, and the second baseman got it. He nailed the ball, and the right fielder got it. And then he finally got a, a an at-bat uh, with, the, with the game on the line, and he 
ripped one to first base who just picked it up, stepped on first, and that was all, all she wrote for him. Uh, yeah, he's Bo good Smith had a similar experience with his last senior at bat. They, they were able to get him to the plate, and there's a ball. And uh, we're back to bases loaded again. Nine to nothing here. Uh, boy, I was surprised you get out of hand like this so quick. Uh, yeah. What did you think of the Moravia team? You guys saw them last night. Yeah, they, well, they played super aggressive, and they played how the game should should have been played and how it should be played. And they, you know, they they strung together a lot of hits, and they were. There's a ground ball to the third baseman. Might be the third out. Yep. Yep. He steps on third base. Sometimes when you got enough guys on base, there's an out anywhere, and you can take advantage of that. Well, coach, let me let me say uh, ask you a question here. Uh, I'm kind of noticing it ain't really. You don't need to make spectacular plays to win. You just got to make the easy plays. Yes, sir. And uh, in the game uh, last week uh, or earlier this week with with Sigourney, uh, Moravia played flawlessly. They they made all those easy plays. He had a ground ball in second baseman. He picked it up through the first base. He popped it up to the shortstop. He camped underneath it and caught it. The outfielders take good routes to balls. But today, we didn't see any of that. Nope. You know? It's a big ballpark here, too. So. I mean, we got and a lot of time, those. and these guys are capable of putting a lot of runs on the board. Yeah, there's a lot of grass and trying to track that ball down, especially with that sun, especially that the center fielder and right fielders have a little bit of a disadvantage with that sun sitting right here and on the third base side looking in and don't want to lose a ball. Yeah. Have you played here before, Colton? No, I have not. Nope. The, 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 I have it no. looks like uh, it's a pretty deep park. It's a pitcher's park. It's three. From alleys and 335 down the line there. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's probably 380, 390 in center field. 385, I think. 385 to center field. It's a pitcher's park. Oh, yeah. I have a, t- I have a tendency to find the worst uh, uh, view I can possibly get <laughs> to call a game. No, it's good right here. Well, it looks like the inning's about to start. Tell me, Coach, what do you tell your team when they're down early like this? Like this, you just—you really got to talk to your pitcher and let your pitching staff know you have to keep the score where it's at. Well, this is Matthew Seals up now. He really got a hold of the ball. Uh, yes, he did. And and he hit it to the opposite way. Yeah, yeah right, sir. Kind of, and you just got to let him know it's still early. Kind of reminded me of. Uh, Judge there for the New York Yankees on that hit. Yeah, he likes to hit the ball opposite field like that. And that pitcher was leaving the ball up. I noticed he was doing that in the first inning yeah. too. So if he keeps that up with this big park. I mean, if they can keep the score Here's the pitch. It, he hits the ball high. It's shallow center field. The center fielder camps underneath it a little deeper than I thought it was. Did he drop it? No, he caught it. Well, he about dropped it. He he caught it. He didn't look good doing it, but that's. Uh, that's what it means. That was a big, uh, they needed to get him on base there. Well, here comes the Helmick. He started as a catcher, and he's become the pitcher. I mean, that's something that you and your brother do a lot, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> when you have to switch, you have to yep. run off of the field, wipe your face with the towel, and put the, the tools of ignorance on, don't you? Yeah, I know. There's a hit to the right field. They're chasing it down. They may not get to this one. Holy he cow. It. Nope, he dropped it. So he, that, he was, that looked like one of the most amazing plays I've seen all year long. He was running, the second base was running uh, to his to the first base side, and he was running as hard as he could and into the outfield. He got a glove on it, but it uh, looks like he couldn't couldn't hold on to it. But that's not the kind of play I'm talking about you need to make to win. You just need to make the easy ones. But there's a there's a runner on base, one out. Number 13 is up. We've got Seals. That's uh, Matthew Seals' little brother. Here comes the pitch. 
A lot of brothers in uh, high school baseball, isn't there? Yeah. You just, yeah. they're everywhere on every team, it seems like. Oh, yeah. Especially in smaller schools. Yeah, smaller schools, you see it quite a bit. Here's the pitch. Steve Wright. So is there any other area uh, players going to be uh, joining you in SEC? Um, uh, there is one in, there's one in Fairfield. Uh, there's a ball hit way up in the air. Catches the center field of camps underneath it and catches it. Uh, Connor Lyons from Fairfield. Connor Lyons, boy, he had a good Left game. Left-handed, uh, yep. He had a big hit in his last at bat. He delivered, uh, drove in a run in their 4-3 loss. They, they were down 4 to nothing, and they, they left the game with the bases loaded 4-3, to but that was an exciting game. Yeah, I think he's the only other one that I really know that's going to go down there with me. So, Will, I had broadcast that whole game. And then here's a ground ball, the third base side. He throws it over, and that's the inning. Well, they got uh, guys on base, but they didn't score any this inning. So it is uh, nine to nothing as uh, Clear Hand Trucking presents the second inning. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, he, he was able to drive in a run uh, right there uh, to try and get his team in as the pitcher was wearing, the starting pitcher was wearing down throughout. I can't remember who it was. But man, I've seen a lot of baseball this year, and I kind of enjoyed it. So tell me about you. You played on a state championship high school team there, Coach. Not championship. For a, we, a team we, that went to state. Yep. Yeah, that was in uh, 2005. 2005. I've seen the, the Rock. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a 2005 state championship. They just wanted people to remember that if they put it into a Rock. Oh, it was pretty fun. That was the first year that they um, – allowed us to play at Principal Park. Oh, so, really? So you played there? Yeah, yeah. We Principal there Park. Um, Where'd they play before that? You know? That was I in Carroll still. Oh, it was still in Carroll? Yeah. yeah, I think that's where the winner of this game goes is to Carroll. To I Carroll? Do you know who they would play? No, I, they have to seed it out later. But yeah, So will that, if they win this game, will that be a, the state championship today. or is yeah. this considered the state? This is sub-state. This is sub-state. This is to go to state and, yep, they play playing Carroll. And, then, and uh, do you know who they would, who's the Everyone's playing right now. Yeah, everyone's playing right now. So, so. You, you don't know the matchup? Nope. Well, I've got some spies out there, uh, some different games. I've got one covering Davis County for me. Uh, one of my spies is here, and that's not helping me out a whole lot. <laughs> but uh, we had some great coverage, uh, and I'm, I'm working on some, uh, maybe even some live coverage for next year uh, through uh, this cast vision that uh, is covering this game through New London. They have a, a Indian, the Wapalo Indians, they have Indian cast, they have Tiger cast over here. I'm trying to set it up so we can have some Eagles cast yeah, uh, for you guys uh, next year. Do you think the, having the podcast there helped out the season? Yeah, it's fun to listen to everybody's uh, opinions and kind of, I guess it's not, they're never bad. It's just, you know, kind of see how people see the game from a different perspective, and I think it's kind of cool. Number nine's up, whoever he is. I didn't miss out too much. Oh, it's Ryan Ritchie. Ryan Ritchie, boy, uh, yep. he's uh, had a heck of a season, hasn't he? Yes, he has. So you played a lot with these guys, huh? Oh, yeah, I played with them spring, and I've known them since I've been a freshman. So so you do a lot of traveling teams and yep. a lot of uh, just working with other yep. – other, is there going to be any all-star games or anything? Uh, yeah, there's the one in last week of July – or, no, third week of July. There's yeah. a, something in Mason City. Mason and, City? Yeah. Well, here comes the pitch. 
Richie's at the plate. He walks him. 3-1 pitch getting away from him. I didn't think, uh, I, I thought it was going to be a big, uh, hard for him to win without throwing. You know? These other guys are good pitchers, but they just kind of put the ball over the plate and hope the defense does something. They haven't struck anybody out. And uh, I, I hate to say this, but three or four easy plays, and there's a ball thrown back to the yeah, plate. That first inning, uh, you know, this would be a three to nothing game instead of a nine yep. to nothing game, you know. Uh, well, that happened, that happened to Sigourney, you know what I mean? It was 10 yeah. to 9, you know what I mean? And then just they get 0 and 2 on a guy and then they'd hit him, you know, or, you know, a ball be just out of the reach of the third baseman or just can't quite get it clamped down in the outfield. And, yeah, you get two or three of those together. As a pitcher, you know, it's hard to get enough to get three outs instead of five or six outs. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of what they had to do in the first game. Yep. So uh, let me ask you about pitch counts and just, uh, I know it's different for everybody, but. Uh, uh, I would think that starting pitcher Hayes, he was probably up over 40 pitches in the first inning, maybe closer to 50. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it's not a it's not a super hot day. I mean, we put, I think that no hitter you threw was 98 degrees. Yeah, it was it was really it was, hot. It, it felt like it was 98 degrees. You no, know, I think uh, uh, all that humidity in the air though was kind of helping your ball move a little bit. But I really I was really impressed with that slider. How did you, Coach? What did you? What did you see in his pitching, and what what was it that what adjustments did you make that made that ball break so much? Nothing really. Just went in and worked with him on confidence, and he could already throw the pitch. It was just getting him comfortable with throwing. So it. you you already had the pitch. You just wasn't. I, I've been messing around with it for a few years now. I never threw it in a game. I just you know it's kind of playing catch. Just always get a feel. You never know how many pitches you might need or something. And. That was just something that Jordan just mentioned, and we know he's worked on it a little bit. Challenge him a little bit. He's heading to college next year, and you know there's hope to him. Well, I really think that slider is your whole key to everything. You know, and if you can just pick your spots, you know what I mean. You get a, a head in the count. You got two strikes on a guy. You know, a guy's got your fastball timed. You know what I mean. All of a sudden, that ball moving like it did. It, it was. Uh, well, now you have three pitches to worry about instead of two. You can't really sit on anything, so that helped him out quite a bit. Well, uh, Coach, let me ask you, how much time does it take for your, you and uh, Coach McCombs to put in to, to have a team that wins tw- almost 20 games this year? Um, put in a lot. I mean, I think I was There's in. a bunt. I think I was in every weekend from March till yeah. the end of the season. The runners was, at first and second. So I would just kind of put. Another left hand. a lot of left-handed hitters here. I can't uh, quite make out who this guy is. You guys know no, this is the kid that I don't know. I don't know him well. Well, the kid Colton doesn't know is number 11, and he just about hit us with the baseball. Number 11 is uh, Castle Camden Castle. He he had a two two RBIs in his last at bat. He's the DH tonight. Here's the pitch. He slings at a pitch outside the strike zone. We got him to chase a little bit there. Yeah. Now, do you like to expand the strike zone a little bit when you're ahead? Yeah, I like to. Just to, if I'm really ahead, you know, I like to try to get maybe 0-2, get him to swing at something, and try to get a little closer back into the zone, you know, try to see if they're going to help me out or not. There's a ball upstairs. So, uh, this is, Bailey is pitching tonight, but uh, their real big pitcher is Santiago. Have you seen him pitch? Uh, I have this spring he pitched and I played third base and I saw him throw but I've never faced him. 
What do you What do you think of his pitching? He throws hard. He's, you know, he stays about right there, right in the zone. You know, he doesn't miss by much. Well, here's here's the nope. He steps off. He's getting ready to pitch. I learned a little lesson in that Fairfield game. Uh, I didn't have any access to electricity there, and I found out how long my battery will last. And it's just until the post game show, <laughs> and then I lose everything. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing shut off, and I couldn't recover any of the data, so uh, that was a lesson learned. Well, good thing you found it today. Well, I, I uh, made sure that I could get a hold of some. Well, here's the pitch. Ball low. This kid does not strike out. I Knock on wood, but I swear I've never seen this kid really strike out. Well, who we have? Fouls yeah. off everything. Seth Bailey. Seth Bailey. Oh, he, yeah, the starting pitcher. He just fouls off everything. Yeah, you got to be a pretty good athlete to get on this field. Here's a ground ball. They just do. Here's a, to the shortstop. He throws it. They got him. That's a good play. Good play. Well, they haven't given up a run this inning. You know, that's exactly what they need to do. They runners at second and third. And that was what they did. This is the this the team I saw against Sigourney out here playing this inning. You know, they're they're making the plays. Here comes the pitch. Strike. What about Bo Smith? Do you think he's going to play some college? He's got finally well, got a couple he, offers. From what I from what I heard, um, he was he was going to and he was going to go to Co. And then he ended up deciding that he didn't want to. But I don't know if that's that's actually the right thing or not. But yeah, he's a good pitcher. He, Mix speeds up against us. Oh, the top here's Katana. Now here's a here's a ground ball. The shortstop. Uh, they, looks like they knock it down, but they don't get anybody out. Looks like third baseman missed it. Yeah, shortstop was backed him up and got it. Some places I can't see first base here. I can't play, see third base. But uh, what about this Katana? He's uh, another one of these uh, head turners, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I love that kid. That kid's good stuff. Cooper um, Schulte's up. Yeah, and here comes the pitch. Ball, it's, he throws it down. There comes a run, play at the plate. That's a nope. big backstop here, I will tell you that. Yeah, you're going to be able to run for days uh, on that backstop. You can drop third strike. You can get a double out of it pretty much. It is well, this a very is big the, backstop. The, 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 this is the third, right, from first? Mm-hmm. The disadvantage. On a, on a fastball. The disadvantage. Of uh, being a catcher coming in to pitch is it brings in the backup catcher, doesn't it? Yep. Here comes the pitch. Ball. Well, it's 11. They got they played a two runs on that. Okay. Is, uh, Here comes the pitch. Ground ball back to the pitcher. He's got it. Well, uh, Moravia played a lot more Moravia kind of baseball this inning. They give up two runs. Yeah, which is a lot less than nine runs, but it's eleven to one, and we'll be right back with top of the third. Well, Caleb Templeton's up. He has a, a pretty smooth-looking mustache. Moravia leads the league in facial hair. Yes, I do. They got some pretty good mustache there. I really like it. Yeah, no. Well, here comes the pitch. Right, boy, I tell you, these uh, Moravia Warhawks, they do not get cheated. They don't go up there looking to bunt. Or, or no, they swing. They take their cuts. They swing. And here comes the pitch. There's a ground ball or a foul ball right back off the catcher's mask. 
Have you taken any shots back there when you were catching? Oh, I took one on off the leg, just a little close to the goodies. But other than that, the, <laughs> you know, I haven't. It's been, not been too bad. I know, uh, Caden, he's been beat up a few. Here comes the pitch. He had a pretty good year for a freshman. Yes, yes, he does. He he's got a lot of a lot of talent. He's got a lot of talent, a lot of potential. And leading I just, the way this year. Keeps getting stronger. He'd be really good. Bailey's on the mound. Here's the pitch. Ball low. Two balls and two strikes. Nobody out. My uh, color man is Colton Clarahan. Senior extraordinaire for the Kyoto Eagles. Here's the pitch. So you had 100 strikeouts this year and 113 last year. Yep. Did you pitch more innings this year or less innings? I think I pitched more innings last year, I Here's think. The pitch. Uh, it's low. And they got a runner on. They're leading off the inning. This is the first time they've had the first runner on. Well, sometimes that just getting that first guy on can really really start the inning out, can it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know as a pitcher it's frustrating when the first guy gets on. You know, because the first guy's on, no outs, you know. And so I know to get on base early is really huge for a hitting team. Here comes the pitch. It's a oh, you're squaring around a button. Now that's something Moravia does very well is bunting and I've seen a lot of these teams especially these winning teams were very good at playing small ball yep uh, uh, here comes here's the pitch nope he throws over to first there was a lot of box in that Moravia City yeah. game wasn't there I, yes, I counted was. five yeah there was I thought there was a nobody was coming the nobody was just kept, bop, 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 yeah. bop, bop. <laughs> nobody was coming set that <laughs> was uh here comes the pitch. It's a bunk. He gets it down. Runner moves to second. Everybody was rushing and stuff. Now that was the. Uh, I always feel like when the other team bunts and they want to give you an out, you just say thank you, pick it up, give me out. I mean, I'm for it, and I'm for getting runners in scoring position any way that you got to do it because, uh, you know, leaving a guy in first base is a lot of times that'll end up in a double play. Well, there's a big left-handed kid up on the. Play the, try to think who this is. I'm on the wrong. I just had to take pictures of these. Uh, so, is this Haynes? The kid hitting? Who is it? Uh, some Throckmorton? Oh, yeah, Throckmorton is back at the top of the order here. I played with him this spring, too. Played with the. The kid, the white Throckmorton, and the one after Jackson McDaniel or something. One out. Oh name. yeah, that was that number nine here. He's really good at bunting. There's the uh, Albertsons, his name. Oh wow, what a play! The third baseman come over and grabbed one just in foul territory. Uh, Throckmorton uh, fouled fouled it off, and uh, looked like it was going to go just past the fence, but the third baseman snagged it. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be way out and it ended up staying in. I'm impressed with New London's hustle, are you? Oh, yeah. All their, all their coaches really preach hustle and play the game aggressive. And, you know, you can tell until they put time into it. Here comes the pitch. Strike. Looks a little low. From where yeah, we're it's a... He's not a very I, tall kid, but... I don't have much of an angle, so I'm not... Yeah, I was going to say, he, not a very tall kid, but he's over here. And he's, so does, uh, uh, like, a Bo Smith's got a great big strike uh, zone, and then they got this McDaniels. Is it the plate now? He ain't got a very big one. Uh, no. <laughs> does, it, uh, does it affect how you throw? Uh, 
How you work the hitter? Uh, a little bit, but I just try to worry about timing a little more than anything. I'm not good enough to command every single pitch, so just trying to get in the region. Here's the ball. So, uh, here's a fly ball to left field. Did you catch that? Oh, I wait, that had been tell. foul. foul. Looked like they dropped it, but it was a foul ball. Boy, I thought that was I thought that was right on the line. Yeah, that was a good, that'd have been a really cool dive. Boy, it's a catch. game of inches. Yeah. So, uh, what about the Sigourney football team? Uh, without you being quarterback, is that going to leave too big of a void for them? Nope. They'll, I think they'll be just fine. They're, they'll... I think a lot of from talking to a lot of those kids from over there, I think they're going to be. Here's a pitch, strike, foul. Yeah, we graduated a lot of seniors, but they're going to be better than what you think. So I think don't sleep on them. Well, you uh, gave the ball quite a bit to Cade Mullinex. So what kind of running back was he? He had some ungodly numbers sometimes. He, that kid's, that kid's, he's good. Oh, man, he just, he'd run through anybody. It'd take about four people to tackle him. There's the pitch, foul ball, straight back. This McDaniels was one tough out. Uh, he was on base and scoring and on base and scoring and he's on fast. base and scoring. Super fast. Uh, like I say, I think he's just an uh, eighth grader or something. Oh, he's a sophomore. Sophomore. Yeah, yeah. Looks like he could uh, follow the yellow brick road, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. You like to work up in the count. I guess uh, a really s a short hitter is uh, quite difficult to work up in the count. Yeah. Here comes the pitch. So what? Why is it that you like to work up in the count like that? That's a, oh, I, I don't oh, know. I, I just sometimes it's miss a, up. And, you think? Yeah. You just miss, leave it up there. I mess up a little bit. You know, I just got to work on getting the ball down. And you know, it's. I told you, you got it. Sometimes you got it. You can beat him up there. Sometimes there is a play back to second base. He almost threw it into center field. Well, that shortstop, uh, he probably plays basketball. Somebody can get up that hard. Yeah. So who's going to be the running back for the football team? Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure yet. They got two good uh, running backs. Uh, ben Isaac Bruns and Cole Clarehan. So you know, I think I don't know what the. Well, there was a strikeout. That inning ended without any runners coming in. That was uh, Moravia's best looking at. Old Matthew Seals was on deck. But, uh, yeah, that uh, that was surprising. They didn't strike him out at all. I haven't seen many strikeouts tonight. Maybe one or two. Yeah. But it's just been a hit it and field it kind of game. Well, we will be back with the uh, Bottom of the second inning, or the third inning. Shit. Well, I have been through some, uh, getting a little excited calling Moravia the, the, the Warhawks, and actually the Mohawks, but uh, I'll try to get it right the rest of the game. Uh, the Mohawks are on the mound. Helmick's still out there. Here comes the pitch. And it's a pop fly to right field. He gets under it and fields it. Makes a great play out there. There's one out. That's how you get the inning started. We have uh, number 10, Tucker Gibbard. Tucker up that was Derek Santiago. He just stepped up there, got it in there before I did it. The Moravia Mohawks are down 11 to nothing. Here's the pitch. Ball. Nope, strike, strike. He got it in there. 
Nice pitch on the inside where it's tough. Uh, you get the ball in on the hands like that. Here comes the pitch. Helmick still on the mound. Brown ball to the right side. Gets through. Right fielder picks it up. Nice little single. Carter Allen's up. Gifford's got one out and one on. Here's the pitch. Steve, right one. Well, the Mohawks have had an excellent season this year. Been fighting hard through the playoffs. Up against the number two team in the state tonight. Here's some sirens in the background. Here comes the pitch. Ball inside. This fourth inning is brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Pizza Ranch, Sigourney, Iowa. Here's a place to go after the game. Here comes the pitch. Brown ball, the shortstop. He gets it. Over to second for one. He throws the first. Just missed it. That was almost a double play. Boy, that, that was a sharp-looking play. The shortstop, the second baseman, really made a nice relay there. He was burning it down the line and just barely got her by a little step there. Half step, maybe. Mohawks pitcher. Steps to the rubber. He delivers. There's the ball. Ball outside. This is a great big ballpark here. The biggest one I've seen all year long, anywhere. Here comes the pitch. Ball. Number nine, Ryan Ritchie at the plate. Here comes the pitch. Fly ball. Between the second baseman and the right fielder. The right fielder calls him off. He makes the play. And that's the inning. They didn't give up any runs there. Boy, uh, Gibbard's really played well. He's come in and, and held uh, held check for uh, this very talented New London team. Excellent inning for New London, for uh, the Mohawks. Well, they're throwing a ball around the infield. Uh, the warm-ups are over. This is uh, the fourth inning brought to you by Helena Hayes, running for District 88, trying to bring some common sense back to Des Moines. District 88 covers half of Mahaska County, all of Keokuk County, and the northern two tiers of Jefferson County. Well, uh, uh, Haynes is up. Ground ball to the shortstop. Oh, the third baseman cuts across. Looks like a base hit. It was a close play, but he got on. Well, here comes the big home run hitter. This is the biggest uh, home run hitter they got, uh, Matthew Seals. He went deep uh, to right field in Sigourney. Very impressive hit, and he got four RBIs that night. He, he takes his spot. Uh, pitcher delivers, Bailey. It's a line drive to left field. Just fouled. Boy, that looked like a good play. This is a big, strong kid. Uh, I I think he's got a he's a junior, 
And I think he'll be playing uh, college ball for certain. Really one of the talented players in this league. Here comes the pitch. He hits it again. This one's fair. Looks like it gets down in left field. Well, they got runners at first and second and nobody out, and the Mohawks really have something cooking this inning. Well, Shane Helmick is up. He's pitching. He started out as the catcher. If you throw a wild pitch here, it's going to go away because the backstop is way back. We've got a big, beautiful backstop. It gives you a lot of protection. Here comes the pitch. Ball. Oh, strike. Strike on the corner. Bailey seems uh, to stay pretty cool, calm, and collected out there, but there's nobody out too long. One, no balls and one strike. The pitcher's at the plate. Pitcher on pitcher here. Ball. Ball one. One ball, one strike. Well, Helmet could really uh, uh, help himself out here. When you're the when you're pitching and you get a chance to drive in some runs, it's important to do it. Ball downstairs. See if I can get some of my cohorts to give me some scores here in a little bit. Yep. Uh, passing some scores on. There's a fly ball out to left field. The runners tag up. And there's no advance. So that's the first out. So everybody's putting the bat on the ball. Bailey's not really dominating. He's just standing in the strike zone. Well, Carson Seals is up. Pitcher is uh, looking in. He checks the runner. He delivers. Brown ball. Shortstop has it. He flips to second. He throws over. The ball gets away. Here comes the first run. And Matthew Seals. Cuts into the 11-run lead. Makes it 11-1. to well, everything starts with one run. And this has been a completely different game since the first inning. Well, DeYoung is up. Number 12. Another chance to help himself out. Two outs. Runner at first. Runner at third. Ball low. Here comes the pitch. Strike on the corner. Dijon's up. It's a foul ball. One ball and two strikes. Two outs. Two on. One run in. Mohawks trying to scratch another run in here and get back into this game. We still have some time. 
The pitcher winds up. Here's the delivery. Looks like a curveball. Stayed a little bit outside the strike zone. Two balls and two strikes. Two on, two out. Two balls and two strikes. Fifth inning brought to you by Helena Hayes. Brown ball. And it's easy enough. I guess that other runner. So we're in the first and second now. And the inning continues. Templeton's up. Templeton had a big night, Sigourney. He's a number eight hitter. Runners at first and second. I was wrong about there being a runner at third base. I guess he was out at second base. So here's the pitch. Ball high. Templeton a swing. You put that ball in the strike zone. He will swing at it. They're standing on the mound. Tigers pitch. Ball. Two balls and no strikes. He's looking to get a pitch he can hit or make sure he can get in the strike zone. A walk would load the bases up here. Number 16. Here comes the pitch. Ball three. Three balls and no strikes. I haven't seen uh, Bailey get behind on many hitters today. I don't think he's walked anyone. Three balls and no strike. We'll see if he'll be swinging up here or not. Here comes the pitch. All high, ball four. He walked him on four pitches. Well, the number nine hitter's up. He laid down a nice little butt last time he was up. Albertson. Base is loaded. The coach comes out and talks to the uh, to the pitcher here. Uh, little chance to talk to you about Helena Hayes. She's uh, want you. I want to thank her for her support of high school baseball and high school sports. She was uh, while she was out campaigning, we would see her coming into ball games and uh, mixing in with the people. She wants to be a person of the of the people. She'll work really hard for you. If you live in District 88. Might want to give her a vote. The left-handed pitcher is, throw, throws the pitch. Looks like I call that one a strike right at the bottom of the strike zone. Left-handed, good-looking left-handed pitcher, Bailey. Here comes the pitch. Strike. No balls and two strikes. He got the number nine hitter up with the bases loaded. Not going to be good. Here comes the pitch. Ball low. Two outs. One ball and two strikes. Bases loaded. 11 to 1. Millhawks looking for a big uh, big hit here. Here comes the pitch. Strike three. Swing out a ball in the dirt. And that is that. But they did scratch in the first run. It's 11 to 1 after the top of the fourth inning. Well, the D.H. Cameron Castle is up. Helmick's still on the mound. Uh, Mohawks are looking to hold the uh, Tigers down a little bit this inning. Here's the pitch. It's a fly ball to center field. Center fielder's got a beat on it, and he reaches up and catches it. Tells on him a little bit towards left center, but he got underneath it. Well, I don't know the score, but I heard Linville Soy lost tonight, and they lost big. 
see if it, I can get a score, I'll, I'll give you an update on it. Brendan Ritchie, is that? One out. Fly ball to center field to start out the game. Well, this helmet is uh, looking good. Really pitching well for the Mohawks. Here comes the pitch. Ball upstairs. Well, New London came in here highly ranked, and they have shown uh, why the state uh, coaches think so much of them. Here's the ball. We're four and a half innings into it already. Here comes the pitch. A little bit more than that. There's already one out. Two balls and one strike. One out. Helmick on the mound for the Warhawks. The Mohawks. Think of that name. North Mahaska. Covered a lot of games in North Mahaska this year. They're a fun team. Got a great coach, Coach Keller. Here comes the pitch. Callahan, I mean. Ball four. Really put a guy on base. He hasn't been doing that all night long. Well, Drew Benz is up, number 41. And the coach is out talking to uh, the player. We might have a pitching exchange there. Uh, I don't know. We'll be right back with you. Well, Carson Seals is out and Hel Helmick's back behind the plate. So he got too tired to pitch, but uh, apparently he's fine to catch. But uh, Carson Seals is in to pitch. He takes over with one out and a runner at first base. He's down 11 to one. On a just gorgeous night. You know, it was like 82 when it started, but I think it's dropped down into the 70s. Uh, Still not much of a breeze, but it's a pretty comfortable night out here tonight. And here comes this uh, big behemoth of a hitter, number 41. Umpire's ready. Looks like everybody's ready. Let's see who we got to play here. Forty-one's a pinch hitter, Drew Bentz. The big kid. Runner takes a good lead off of first. Pitcher looks over at him, starts to wind up. Here's the pitch. Ball high. One ball and no strikes. Carson Seals, the younger brother of Matthew Seals. Here comes the pitch. Nope, throws it over to first. Oh, he throws it away. It's been a while since the Warhawks made a mistake like that. He's going all the way to third. And he's going to make it standing up. Drew finally gets in there. New London likes to punish you when you make mistakes. They run hard. And, uh, well, it's still one out. One ball and no strikes as the ball uh, errant throw to the first base. Foul ball. Might be able to get it. Nope, it's out of play. Filled off on the right, behind the fence on the right field side. One ball, one strike. Well, if he can just get this hitter, you won't have to worry about that guy in third. Here's the pitch. Boy, that was close. Ball inside. Two balls and a strike. One out. 
Runner at third base. Here comes the pitch. Ball. Three balls and a strike. It doesn't take uh, Carson Seals long to throw the ball once he gets it. He's in the, he's in the windup as soon as he gets a hold of it. Here's the pitch. Steve right. Three balls and two strikes. This hitter puts you to the mind of John Crutt at the plate. Here's the pitch, ball high, ball four. Well, he, he fought hard, but he uh, lost it. And the top of the order is up, Joshua Katala. This kid looks like a major leaguer. He just looks like one. I think he might even be a switch hitter. But he's a leadoff man. And uh, he started that big nine run first inning. Umpire's looking at the ball. Decides it's time for a new one. The other one's been a little scuffed up. Seals has got the ball and he's ready to throw it. Looks over at first base. Here's the pitch. Ball high. One ball, no strikes. One out. Runner at third base and first base. Here comes the pitch. The fly ball. Second baseman camps underneath it. And he's got it. And that's two outs. And that was what he needed right there. He needed a strikeout, a pop-up. Something that would uh, something that would drive in a run. Cooper Shoulders up. Well, this is the batter to get. You get him, and you're out of this inning undamaged. Runner first base hasn't moved. A lot of times they move uh, to second. There's the pitch. Just inside. That's a good-looking pitch. First. Looks like there's a courtesy runner for the first baseman. Or for the guy at first base. He's taking a pretty healthy lead. I think he's going to go. Nope. Ball. Strike. Strike on the corner. He's working that corner pretty hard. Mohawks had a great season this year. Won three games in the playoffs already. They're running out of time here. They still got some bats. Here comes the pitch. Oh, what a beautiful curveball. That was the nicest looking curveball all night long. Started out high and then broke across the plate. Gets him ahead in the count. Two balls. One ball, two strikes, two outs, two on, first and third. Here's the pitch. It's a fly ball to left field. He catches it on the wall. I mean, he was right on the wall, and he got that. What a great read by the left fielder. Boy, and Sigourney, the outfield, played phenomenal, and you saw some of that right there. Boy, when they don't make mistakes, they don't give up runs. This is They're really holding this big behemoth uh, New London team down. They're going to try to get some runs right here and get right back into it. Will Throckmorton steps into the plate, and he's going up against Schulte. has come in to pitch. Here's the pitch. It's the fifth inning, and Beyond Beautiful Benches, Richland, Iowa, presents the fifth inning. Check out Beyond Beautiful Benches' Facebook page. Here's the pitch. we got the, the entire selection. They've got antique benches, tailgate benches. Anything that you need, we've got it. Here comes the pitch. Brown ball. 
Shortstop Martin extended the shortstop. There's a play at first. He's out. Ground ball to the shortstop. It looked like uh, it's going to be a close place at first base, but that shortstop, uh, New London's coach said he's one of the best in the league and uh, certainly looked like it on that play. Well, Jackson McDonald's up. He had a big night against Sigourney. I mean, they couldn't keep him on base and they couldn't keep him from scoring. I think he scored four times. Lemon one. Top of the fifth inning. Mohawks up. Ball, one out. Nobody out. New pitcher, Schulte in. We're in a dumb wire. Here's the pitch. Ball upstairs. Two balls and no strikes. Mohawks trying to get a guy on base, trying to get something going here. Here comes the pitch. Ball high. Three balls and no strikes. The New London Tigers have looked pretty tough tonight. They haven't uh, gave up a lot of uh, haven't gave up a lot of hits yet. Here's the pitch. Strike one, right in there. Three balls and one strike. He was taken all the way. Looking at on base. Got a great view of the Atumwa Beach from here. Here's the pitch. Ball inside. You can see that slide right out over, over uh, right center field. That was a beautiful town. A lot of near architecture. They got that river coming through it. Uh, they got the beautiful yeah, bridge center here. Well, they must be. walking. We got the runner we want on. Gage Haynes is up. Followed by Matthew Seal. So they got the uh, the number two hitters on, the number three hitters at the plate, the number four hitters on deck. This is what you want to see. Here comes the pitch. Steve Reich, and he throws down to first base. He gets back. He had quite a lead. That was uh, quite the healthy swing by Gage. Gage trying to get some of those runs back, or at least get on base. Matthew Seals, a dangerous hitter, is on the thing. There, oh, they got him picked off. They got him in between first and second, and he's out. He just went ahead and ran the second. Well, that's the second time uh, they've got somebody caught stealing or picked off tonight. I think that'll go down as a caught stealing. But he was uh, being very aggressive, and uh, not the time to be very aggressive when you're when you're down and it's late in the game. There's two outs. Here comes Haynes. Ball upstairs. Well, he worked that walk from him, and then he gave himself up. Two balls, one strike, two outs. Top of the fifth. Here comes the pitch. Foul ball. Really haven't, uh, New London hasn't done much since uh, the first inning. They got two runs uh, in the second inning, nothing in the third, nothing in the fourth. Here comes the pitch. Ball, strike. Strike three, and that's that. Well, Schulte made short work of the uh, Warhawks that inning, the Mohawks that inning. The uh, Mohawks uh, did get a guy on uh, with a walk, but... Uh, Congratulations to New London Tigers on winning the Class 1A Substate oh. 6 final. Well, I guess that was the... Uh, that was the mercy rule comes in, so... Uh, the game's over, the teams are shaking hands. Well, we're here uh, with the 
Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa post-game report, and I have uh, some scores for you. This game ended in the fifth inning, 11-1. to uh, New London got out ahead with nine runs in the first inning, and they only got two runs the rest of the game. Uh, the uh, Mohawks, uh, the Mohawks had uh, some trouble with the defense in the first inning. Uh, they made uncharacteristically made some errors, three or four errors in that inning, and then gave up the the floodgates opened up. But uh, it was a, a great season that they had. They lost this game eleven to two, but I got some other scores to eleven to one. But I got some other scores to pass on to you. Uh, I have an update. Uh, Mid Prairie is up. Three to nothing after one inning is the the thing. But uh, Carson Grout had to leave the game in the bottom of the first inning with an apparent arm injury. So we'll really have to keep up on that. Carson Grout is uh, one of Southeast Iowa's greatest players. He is a sophomore and has already uh, uh, been offered a scholarship to the the, uh, uh, Iowa Hawkeyes. Anyway, uh, North Lynn beat Linville Sully 13-3. And... Davis uh, Interstate 35 is up five to two over Davis County in the middle of the six. So I'll try to bring you those scores when it, when it comes to the end. But uh, well, we've uh, New London and Mid Prairie seem like the only uh, well Mid Prairie is the team with the chance, and New London is uh, is definitely the team going to the state from Southeast Iowa. So uh, they are a very impressive team tonight. Well, Hinshaw Trailer Sales presents the uh, the post game show. And we're here with Dan Berner, the voice of the new uh, the, the New London Tigers. Welcome to the program, Dan. Thank you. Well, uh, you've been covering for five years. Uh, before we get to talking about the game, tell me about the service that uh, the streaming service that you broadcast. Danny Davis with Sportscast Media started with all the small schools in the area because he felt that they were getting the coverage from newspaper and radio stations and things like that. So he developed this platform where you have two guys or two gals, guys, gals, whatever, computer, mixer, internet hotspot, and they're broadcasting the game live through the internet all over the world. Whoever wants to get to it. Yeah, that. He takes care of all the sponsors, gets them all from himself, so we don't have to only just show up and do the game for And that's a great way because, like, you know, KCII, which would be in your area, you know, they've got, uh, you know, two guys and 14 teams, right. you know, uh, KILG, I saw them, they were here tonight, they got one guy, yep. you know, to cover all their teams, uh, you know, so there's just not, everybody's not going to get covered. Correct. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to hook up with uh, what you guys are doing to, to help because I, I'm broadcasting these games, but I'm not broadcasting them. Correct. You're just, you know, and then uh, we get them, we get them back. But, but we've been uh, really enjoying the season. So let's get into talking about the season. You've got, uh, I don't know, are they fourth ranked or second ranked they or were third ranked last the, the Okay, so they're the, I knew they're in the top five, uh, uh, real close uh, to number one. So they're, they're they're ranked third in in the state. And uh, just tell us about the season as you watch. Uh, the season I did every home game and then traveled to Cedar Rapids and did the game for them. I didn't broadcast the game. I announced all the games. I'm just filling in for the guy who dad is ill. So, but I've been doing this service for five years. And this year I gave it up. Went back to my announcing stuff. I love to announce with the kids. Kind of pump them up a little bit. But the Tigers have a team that, unlike any other team I've ever seen in many years, uh, they play together. 
They're well coached. They hustle. They don't make a lot of errors. If you make some errors, we had some tonight. But this team is special. I, I mean, it's just... I don't want to sound corny in the situation, but this is the last year coaching for Coach Humerson and Coach Schulte. And Coach Schulte was part of the Norway baseball team. Oh, yeah. And the movie final, I just kind of yeah. agree with that. The final season is worth playing for something they want to play for. These nine seniors we have are playing for a state championship. They want to win it all. And the big team see what they're doing, playing the ball the way they're playing, I don't think that's a problem. We were heavily senior laden, and I think there's a chemistry there that yes. developed with, with uh, guys that have played a lot. And uh, you're lucky that those kids stuck with it you right. know, through, through there. Got a lot of talent on the team. Uh, this Santiago, we didn't get to see him pitch tonight, but tell me about his pitch. Santiago is. Uh, a very straight shooter pitcher. He, you know, he's he got his curveball, he's got other things, but he is more methodic in getting a strike zone in certain places, you know. Um, he throws hard, but not extremely hard, you know, but um, he is by far our top pitcher. You know, if you look at it on, on paper and everything else, he's our top pitcher. And, uh, by starting Monday, I would say Monday night, Monday afternoon, wherever we play, well, he may be the pitcher of record for us. Well, you are uh, a state qualifier now, uh, so where will the next game be? At Carroll Island. Oh, wow, that's a long ways away. Four-hour trip, one way. The little boys with their fans. And uh, we were just talking about it with Michelle at the radio station. He's like, I'm either going to leave Sunday night or I'm going to leave Monday early morning, depending on what time the Tigers play. So... I'm not going to go. I'm going to listen to them on the radio or whatever I can do. So, well, how can how can our fans follow your team through the streaming service? Uh, if we have streaming service, we don't have it for the state tournament because it does cost us there. But streaming service, they can go to www.thetigercast.com, and that brings you up to our homepage, which gives us all the schedule of what games we're going to play, cover, and then all our sponsors that make it possible for us to do it. So you're just a volunteer, and you you filled in tonight, and you do the announcing, and uh-huh. and then let's talk about volunteers. You know, how many volunteers do you think it takes to run the concession stand and take the tickets and get the field ready and, you know, I mean... A ton. And, I mean, we, we struggled throughout the year. So many people did while we were volunteers. You know, people are busy these days, you know, and so it takes it takes a... It takes a city to keep these guys going. The coach to be the field. Uh, volunteers working in the city. The school takes the tickets, so they're getting their volunteer people to do it. You know, so it does take a ton of volunteers to do it. it takes a ton of volunteers for our streaming service too. We have people who are working at the sportscast media headquarters, trying to keep us in tune and keep everything in that. Getting you the know, scores and feeding you all everything yep. that that the scores. And we're typing the stats and they're typing you're putting things in. I'm sitting here texting KTV and the Southeast Iowa Union and I got a news director and they're sending me uh, scores throughout the thing but uh, really uh, think that you you got something that's innovative you got something that's needed you're filling a, 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 a gap that you know I mean can you imagine having the number three team in the state and not having any coverage you know it's great to have I mean it's, it's definitely great to have it I, you know, it's just, it's, we need more people to volunteer or help us. I mean, you get uh, paid for this. As much as you have to do it, but you get paid for this. But we'd really like to have some more people step up because well uh like i say i, I go out and cover I, I pick rivalry games out all year long and, and we go to them and you know uh 
uh, last year, you know, we might go to Burlington, or we might, right. you know, uh, you know, take a take a trip. But the price of gas this year, we we stayed a little closer to home. You know, Kilda, uh, Sigourney, Fairfield, Washington, Mount Pleasant, uh, New London was about uh, as far as we stretched out. I think this was the furthest I went to a game, but this isn't isn't too bad. It kind of uh, what do you think of this ballpark? Have you been here before? Yeah, that's the first time I've driven by it many times. But, uh, you know, coming out here and watching them get it set up, it's a nice ballpark. They take good care of their grass. they got nice seating stuff out here where people can sit, enjoy things. They were seated all the way down the... See oh my God! There was there was 500 people here. Easy, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Easy. I mean, it just all the playoffs. I mean, I don't know how it's been for for you guys, yeah, but I mean, every single game, you know, from the first round to, you know, and, and I've had some luck. I call a no hitter in the first game, and uh, you know, it's just been a, a, a very exciting playoff, and uh, we were very happy to. Uh, to have you on, Thank you know there there was some you know you, you conquered some of the problems I haven't been able to conquer. You got this hot spot yep. that gives the internet where you don't have internet. I think you know a lot of football and stuff. Probably they got the press boxes and everything, yep. but uh, they just give us a little table and tell you do your best there out here. That's exactly. Maybe you do. got electricity. I called the game of Fairfield and Kiota, you know, and it was a, a four to three game, and there was bases loaded, two outs, bottom bottom of the seventh inning. You know what I mean? And and the crowd was nuts, and I had it all. But they wouldn't give me any electricity, and my computer crashed right after. Right while I was doing the post game show, and I was never able to recover any of the data. So I just had to do kind of a wrap up. Yep. But uh, you know, we living and learning out here. None of us are, are pros, no. and uh, uh, in fact, I was calling the Mohawks, the Warhawks, a couple times tonight, and I got the, some of the crowd to correct me. So. But I, I, you know what I mean. I'm not that afraid to make a mistake. Right. And you uh, learn, you learn from that. But it, it was, uh, it's been a great tournament, and you guys are moving on. That's right. And uh, I think you got the the best chance. Mid Prairie. I don't know if you you know anything about Mid Prairie, but they they have a, a pitcher named Carson Grout, sophomore. He's already been offered a full scholarship to Iowa to pitch for the Hawkeyes. And he was pitching, you know, so they were up early, but he hurt his arm. So I don't know uh, how that's going to affect things. But those are the only two teams that's out. These times that I know that are left, you know. Uh, but uh, you guys are the pride of New uh, Pride of Southeast Iowa, New London, and, and you had a great basketball team, you had a great football team. Yep, uh, next year be rebuilding. I'm pretty sure basketball will still be right there. Um, baseball, nine seniors, hard to replace. Well, uh, but those they. they the, the younger players got to see their leaders. That's right. They you know what I mean? So they'll they'll be able to step out there. But we're not playing next year. We're playing this year. Playing this year. You know, it's forward. like uh, I just saw this. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, the seniors uh, from Moravia. You know, that's it. Yeah. They're they're alumni. Yeah, they're done. They 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 came in the game uh, high schoolers and they left alumni. Yeah, that's true. You know, it was their last act. You know, well, uh, how many games you got to win up there? Three. Three, three more what games? Well, I tell you, it just it starts out yep. in the first round, half of Southeast Iowa knocks the other half out, yep. and then they do it again, yep. and then they do it again, yep. and then uh, after four rounds, there's only two teams left. Yep. But uh, congratulations and thanks for being with us. No problem. Thank you.